Welcome back, humor consumers, to the Life Happens Laugh Anyway podcast. I'm comedian Tracy DeGraff. And I'm Catherine, co-host and bestie. Welcome back to the Pod Lab. Glad to be here. Here we are recording episode 125. And we're still alive. I was going to say that too. (laughs) This is great. Mm -hmm. And this topic today is about hobbies. Yeah. Yeah. Especially for women our age who are over 50. I'm way over 50. I I thought about this the other day Mm. when we were joking about age. And I said, I'm 57. Closer Closer to heaven. heaven. (laughs) Yeah. And right before that, I had said, I'm 54 and I want many more. Yeah, not so too many though. I well, let's let's just not mm-hmm. let's move on. <laughs> Hobbies for women over fifty—that's the topic today, friends. And if you're just joining us for the first time, we're a couple of besties who, during the pandemic, decided to launch a podcast because everything was shut down, and the comedy was nowhere to be found. Yeah, zero places. Yeah, all my gigs that's, went bye bye. Yeah, stinky. Yeah, so Kat and I decided to start this podcast, and we decided to take a topic that we think. Well, first of all, we picked topics that we're interested in. Yeah, because <laughs> we're we're a couple of gals over fifty. Well, sometimes though, we'll do a subject that maybe one of us is more interested in than the other. Yeah, like American cheese. Like government the gov- cheese, government cheese, yes, and colonoscopy. Yeah, both of those, those are. What I was you big wanted. fans, <laughs> right? And you did not want to do it. No. Yeah, but see, I dominate, and I just say we're doing it, Catherine. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyway, we we choose a topic that we think you'll enjoy, and then we try to bring it to you in an entertaining fashion. Yeah. And at the end, we're going to point you to Jesus. Done. Mm-hmm. That's Boom. it. So stay tuned all the way to the end. And we do have sponsors. Catherine, please tell our listeners about how they can join us in this endeavor. Well, if you receive Tracy's emails, you can scroll down and click on the little icon that tells you to click here to be a contributor, a Patreon. Or you could go straight to Patreon. I think it's a little... It's not as easy, though. No, I think it's it's pretty self-explanatory either way. Just go to, you know, patreon.com or you can scroll to the bottom of the email where it says support us or support support now or something like that. Or go to Tracy's website. Yes. And you could do it that way. Super simple. And you won't even know it's gone. You won't. It's only $5 a month. Mm-hmm. You set it up once and it recurs. Yeah. Every month, Five. we get five of your dollars. <laughs> I'm laughing because I will get the emails and not Kenny, even though he's the contributor. Yeah. And I'll say, what is that? <laughs> you forget. Well, long story short, I have another thing that I don't want to subscribe to anymore. Tiny Facts. Oh, and yeah. I tried to cancel it and it keeps popping up. Oh, boy. Yeah. Well, we want to thank all of our humor contributors. We uh, we have a relatively new one. Katie DeGraff is a new contributor, so we appreciate her for doing that. She is my husband's cousin's wife, so she is a she is a relative of sorts through mm-hmm. marriage. Uh, Colleen is another. Ursula, Nancy, Kenny, Karen, Janine, Muffin, <laughs> Darlene, Courtney, Joan. And let's see, is that the end of the list there? Uh, let's see, that's eleven. And then and we have um, um, we have Gail, Gail, and Carla, and Carla. Yes. So thank you to all of our contributors. We have thirteen now. Mm-hmm. That's we, so exciting. Yeah, we started with zero. Yeah, <laughs> I know. And, well, we had Puffin. No. Yeah. So anyway, thank you, friends, uh, for helping us just to stay 
Focused and encouraged and afloat, yeah, and all that. All right, well, let's dive into our topic. Hobbies for women over Over 50. 50. Yes. What say you, Catherine? Well, I think we should kind of just go over what a hobby is. Mm -hmm. It's any activity a person pursues for pleasure and uh, that you do for relaxation outside of maybe your career or if you don't, like, I don't necessarily have a career, but I have hobbies in in my leisure time that I like to do. However, I'm going to say this. I think that being a mother is a career. It's just unpaid. It is uh, something that takes up your time. It takes up your energy. It takes up your day. Um, You do a lot of things as a result of it. So I, you know, people call like um, athletics, their athletic career, even those that don't get to, you know, real high paying stuff. Yeah, but you know, for one thing, my kids are grown. (laughs) Well, then you you have an accomplished career of being a mother, Mm. and during that period of time, you held forty some jobs. (laughs) (laughs) So I do have interests that make me money sometimes. (laughs) Your career was mainly raising three children into adulthood, which now they all are. Yes. I'm Sub- saying this for myself too, Catherine. Uh, uh, so, you yeah, know. Yeah. My sub career is I am a regular trier. <laughs> hmm? I am a co- no, I'm career. a career trier. I try many things. Yeah. Hmm. Well, if anybody's listening who's like us and devoted decades to raising kids mm-hmm. and didn't really get around to hunkering down into one single career and like, you know, gravitate gradually increasing and getting to the top of that welcome aboard we're happy to have you you. (laughs) come join us you'll feel so much better about your life when you hear about ours it's gonna be great all right so so hobbies is basically just doing something that you love to do or that you like to do other than your career that's right okay that's right yeah and what i would like to go over why they're important let's do that okay hobbies help you grow and become more confident in life they're important for personal growth and success yes hello also hobbies help you connect with people who have similar interests and give you an opportunity to recharge and refresh your your mind your body your soul oh hold please yeah i love that about the villages Yes. The The Village is in Florida. Yes. It is a retirement community for 55 and up. And they have every hobby under the sun. True. And you can join the group and meet a bunch of people, you know. And they have a parade once a year at Christmas time. And my husband and I were there because his parents live there. Mm -hmm. And we were there for the parade. It was hysterical. They have belly dancers that are in their 80s. And that reminds me, in a few weeks, we are going to cover the villages. Yes, We're going to have an episode on that. Yeah. yeah. But the beauty of it is, here's a community of people that are mostly retired. You know, some of them may still work, yeah, you know, as consultants or whatever, but they're not like in their full-fledged career. They're, they're mostly retired. Yeah. Every day, they can go golf. They can go whatever they want to do. Bingo. Yo, you bet bingo. Yeah. All right. Bingo. Okay. Well... Yeah, that's so true. Okay. Hobbies also enhance your ability to think outside the box and help you uh, see things from a new perspective. They also help you to learn uh, to step outside your comfort zone and spread your wings. So that's another benefit. Yeah. I think they help you to have fun and be more like a kid. Yes. Oh, yes. We are going to get to that. Right? Because kids have a blast. They have tons of hobbies being a kid. Yeah. Yeah. 
All right. Also, engaging in a hobby can reduce the development of age-related ailments and help promote a positive attitude about life. So those are some really good reasons, folks, to get a hobby if you don't have one already. Okay. And here's the thing, too, that I would like to inject here. You may not call something that you like to do a hobby, but it could actually be. It could turn that it into. it is a hobby. That's no, right. No, not that it could turn into a hobby. It could actually be hmm. that you are into hobbies, but you don't consider it a hobby because it's just something that you do. Here's an example. Like uh, your mother-in-law, she goes for a walk every day. Yes. She may yeah. not say, I have a hobby. Mm-hmm. I walk, but it's just something that I do. But it can technically be considered a hobby. It can be, actually. Yeah. And, and her mother-in-law, we've talked about her frequently. We do, yeah. Just talked about her before we started. I think that we talk about her on the podcast a lot because she's a woman in her 80s and we aspire to be that. Yeah, I admire her and respect her. Yeah, yeah. and she's got a really good head on her shoulders in terms of balance in life. Mm-hmm. And she had some tragedy come her way when she was still in the throes of raising kids her yeah. husband passed away she was 45 very yeah. young and she had to figure it out and still keep raising four kids yeah. you know so um the fact that she goes and takes a walk every single morning she still mows her grass she still she, runs yes. a, she runs the snowblower thing <laughs> she does uh, <laughs> she actually uh, <laughs> cut her finger massively i think the tip of it came off from the she was trying to fix the snow blade thing herself yeah while on the snowblower <laughs> Well, <laughs> that's not a good idea, Judy. Aside from that one misstep of her putting her hand in the snowblower, <laughs> she's a great gal. She is. She's smart. Like I, like you said, we aspire to be like her. Yeah. Yeah. So so as you're assessing yourself, as you're listening, like, because I had thought to myself, well, what are my hobbies? I don't have any. Mm. But I really do. Yeah, you do. I have quite a few hobbies. Yes. I thought about that as well. Like, well, my hobbies are like a hobby business. Yeah. Like I turn it into making money. So yeah. is it really a hobby? Well, yes. Yeah, because it's something that you love to do. Mm-hmm. I even learned that um, people watching is a hobby. And yeah. then there was a whole explanation why it can be considered a hobby. Yeah. So I discovered that it, just in thinking about hobbies, indoor plants is a hobby. Yes, it is. It's on here. And it's an, it's a hobby that I have loved throughout the, the years. There have yeah. been different times when, like, I've had to either give away plants or let go of them or, they, mm-hmm. or I kind of, I murdered them. <laughs> I killed them intentionally because I was done with them. Uh, but now I'm... I'm growing and nurturing new plants. And we were we were at our uh, place where we work out with our friend this morning. And I just happened to ask, does anybody here have uh, a cutting from a little plant that I'm looking for? And our friend Lindy did. And she gave me two, actually, yeah. cuttings. And so I planted them, and they look great. That's Tracy's way of gardening, because she's not necessarily one that likes to garden outside. So... I think I can see where propaganda, you know, techniques in indoors would it's excite propagating. you. Propagating, propagating, propaganda. Propaganda. I've got propaganda for you to come <laughs> and join my club. Yeah, and I don't not like gardening outside. Like I like to plant flowers. <laughs> I like to do perennials. Mm-hmm. I do ferns. I have a shade garden. So I do garden outside. Yeah, you do. But I don't have a vegetable garden per se. I have a yeah. small little patch, and we are going to put in jalapenos and some herbs. Oh, you, 
Oh. Yeah, the jalapenos went really well last year. Yeah. But they, yeah. the green peppers and the um, tomatoes, the squirrels ate them. So goodbye. I'm not feeding the squirrels. I'm not going to do it. No. All right, let's well, move on. What yes. else were you going to say about that? Well, that, where I don't even know where I left off, Trace, but here's the thing. Oh, I just talked about the benefits yeah. of having a hobby. So there's, there's six different categories that we're going to cover, and they are creative hobbies, outdoor hobbies, relaxing hobbies, social hobbies, active hobbies, and educational hobbies. And one of them uh, is going to maybe make you laugh on the educational oh. hobby because I did not expect to see what I saw. Ooh. Yes. Sex ed. <laughs> <laughs> These are for women over 50. Okay, keep going. <laughs> Like, yeah, we are educated Let's just keep enough. Going. Yeah, okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, the first one under creative hobbies is calligraphy. Yeah, I heard that. Love yeah. it. Yeah. And I thought, okay, so I have to, I have to say, I am so guilty of almost everything inspires me. I was like, yeah, I could do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Adam, your son, I could be a professional canoeer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my, my fourth son, Adam, when he was little, any new thing that he would try, anything, mm-hmm. he would want to do that professionally. Yes. Full blown into it. Yeah. Totally going to do it. <laughs> That's what I loved about and him. He's so he, enthusiastic. He went canoeing with Catherine's family and he was sure that there was a job being a professional canoeer. Plus skiing. He was going to be. Oh, oh gosh. So and a garbage funny. man. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. So calligraphy could be relaxing. It's good for eye-hand coordination and all kinds of motor skills and things like that. So lots of benefits there. Um, plus, it's super creative. Oh, yeah. And it looks pretty. I mean, you could mm-hmm. you could do calligraphy then for, you know, like you can write out invitations to weddings. Yes. You can do all kinds of th- I would love to write on like chalkboards with really good calligraphy. Another one that I was surprised was on here was scrapbooking. Uh, But, you know, as technology changes, because so does the way you scrapbook. I was thinking when I read scrapbooking, I'm like, Mm -hmm. who does that? That's like, you know, the 90s. Old school. mm -hmm. But yeah, you can um, find new technical ways to do that digitally or whatever. Painted rocks. My mom did that. Did she? Yeah. You don't have to be, you know, like this artiste to do it. Uh, there's just different ways that you could proudly display your creative outlet onto rocks. And that's a real fun thing to do. Now, here in our little town, there's a thing called Piatone Rocks. It's a Facebook page. Oh, my gosh. Did you know that? I did not. But it does say check with your community to see if there is one or if you want to make one. Okay, I'm going to tell you something. If anybody wants to try this and they want to paint rocks, this is this is a page that was started by Carrie Summerfield, our friend. Oh. Yeah, right here in town. I'm going to oh. look it up. It's on Facebook, and it's called Piatone Rocks. Well, that's neat. Yeah. Well, while you're doing that, um, this is another one that can reduce stress levels and keep you, uh, you know, your concentration levels going and... It just um, something that can help improve your focus and take your mind off of things. So what's that? What's, what can take your mind off of things? Painting rocks. Oh, right. right. <laughs> so anyway, um, the group that she has, what she does is you you cre- you cre- create whatever you want to create. Mm-hmm. So let's say that you take a rock and you want to make it into a ladybug. So you paint it yes. red and yep. the little black dots and a yeah. cute little smile. Well, on the other side... 
you it's like hashtag Piatone Rocks or mm-hmm. something. There's like a like a site that you go to or whatever. Yeah. And then you take it to wherever you're traveling and you hide it somewhere. And that way, if somebody finds it, they can go back to the site, to the um, Facebook page, and they can say, hey, look, I found this rock. It came from Piatone, but it's in Nebraska. Stuff like that. Cool. Well, I just remembered as you were talking Mm -hmm. where those painted rocks are that my mom painted. Mm -hmm. So I kept a couple of them. One was a ladybug. The other one was a raccoon or some kind of animal like that. Yeah. Or a porcupine, something like that. And uh, they're actually, we put them on my dad's grave. Did you? Yeah. Put them in there because he kept them around. It and makes me want to do that painting rocks thing. Yeah. Let's do it. I Hey, I would. All right. For sure. Okay. The next one on under the creative uh, hobby is painting and drawing. And that goes, again, like with the hand and eye coordination and just kind of just like taking your mind somewhere else. So... I think that would be a really good one. And there are a lot of um, learning devices. Like if you want to paint or draw and you're not very good at it, I saw on Shark Tank. Uh-oh. <laughs> I love Shark Tank. Okay. Well, anyway, this guy invented, it was his second time on Shark Tank. First time, he invented a barf bag for kids when they're in the car. Oh, that's and a genius idea. <laughs> it was. I don't think he got any deals that first time. Second time around... Uh, he had this other idea that he actually had before that. And it's a thing called a Lucy. And the Lucy is like this projector. And no matter where you are in your artistry talent, mm-hmm. uh, you can use this device and it will aid in some wonderful art. Even if you're already talented and you can do the art naturally, this mm-hmm. is like another, I don't know, like a, I can't remember why an advanced artist would use it, but there was a benefit there. Hmm. But I actually looked it up. Like, I would love that. I would love to have that. I would love to be able to draw and paint objects. And I just need a little aid, you know. You know, you can always, you have your old faithful friend, Google. Mm -hmm. You can Google anything Mm -hmm. or go to YouTube. YouTube is a search engine for how to do stuff. Right. Well, if you want to learn how to draw mm -hmm. a robin, I'll bet you they have a tutorial on YouTube. I've done it. But here's the thing, because the shark people had said that too to this inventor. Right. But but there's an extra advantage to this because it's, it's so precise. It's and he explained that artists back in centuries ago Mm -hmm. actually used this method, but it's an advanced tech, you know, technical way to do it today. Cool. Yeah. Here's another one. And you and I have talked about this one. I want to do this. I've been wanting to do this for decades. Photography. Yeah. So that is another one that would be great. Uh, A great hobby for women over 50. And really, I think almost anybody. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay. And then next, crafts, which I happen to love that. I do do that. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'd like to look for sea glass so that is a hobby that Very much i so. have is walking the beach looking for beach glass or sea glass but i like to make it into art and even jewelry um music is another one under that falls under the um, creative creative hobbies mm-hmm. yeah and that could be either listening or trying to learn how to play an instrument so then of course i googled how to pl- how to learn to teach yourself how to play the drums <laughs> 
because I would love to learn that. I really would. Yeah, every time we go to a thrift store and Catherine finds a yardstick or mm-hmm. anything, any kind of an object that could be used to whack somebody with, <laughs> she picks it up and then she gets this look in her eye like like she's all excited. <laughs> and then I move away from her. Oh, I should have known. Whack a mole, mm. whack a drum. Sewing, when I first read that, I'm like, oh, really? But I can actually see that. You know, you could just get together with others and just kind of have like something that you've always wanted to kind of put together. Maybe a quilt or oh, quilting whatever. Quilting is huge. Yeah. Quilting. I, and also in that realm of sewing, what used to be when my grandmother was um, was around, she did a whole bunch of that needlework it was oh yeah so so one of my grandmothers did needle point which is different than this other thing i don't know what it was called but but it was like a printed thing like on pillowcases or yeah. table oh, I runners love that. i love those look yeah or, or there's cross stitch yeah. cross stitch was big in the 80s yeah and, and i did a little bit of cross stitch yeah, but it, it makes your eyes cross i know <laughs> that's why it's called cross stitch your eyes cross mm. um but there's also in needling there's uh crocheting knitting that's on here too. All of that. And you know, one of the things I think that turns a hobby into something really passion filled is having a purpose behind the hobby. Yeah. So right. let's say, for example, that you're into knitting, mm-hmm. you know, like um, knitting little caps for preemie babies at the local hospital. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or knitting um, little lap blankets for people who are sick. Yeah. Or, yeah. Um, and there was a, a ministry in our church at one time where they knit these prayer shawls yes and it was just a group of ladies that knew how to knit mm-hmm. or whatever the stitching is called to or, put it together yeah and they would sew a little praying hands into the prayer shawl i love that yeah and they gave one to me when i was diagnosed with breast cancer yeah. and i just thought it was so um purposeful and meaningful yeah so touching it was right yeah, when uh, Emily was born and she was in the hospital, the local church near the hospital had an afghan that was for that they had knitted or crocheted. I, I don't understand the difference completely, but anyway, what a wonderful way to, you know, bless somebody else if you have that skill. Yeah, and if for example, if if knitting isn't your thing, maybe if gardening is mm-hmm. right let's say that you have a beautiful vegetable garden but you can't possibly eat all the tomatoes and zucchini that come out of your garden right it, it would be great to just contact your local food pantry and find out if they could use these fresh organic local vegetables to give away once a week or once a month or whatever yeah and if they can't use them give them out to people on your street or put a little table at the end of your driveway that says free for the community Mm -hmm. it just puts more purpose it does into what you love to do yeah and that actually i was going to mention that too when it uh comes to like maybe you like to arrange flowers well you can use that in nursing homes or whatever and bless somebody in that way yeah well, all right. And I think a couple more that are in the creative uh, hobbies mm-hmm. are uh, writing. And of course, I love this one anyway. Like jur- it could be journaling. It yeah. could be if you want to do a blog. It could be leaving something memorable for your children, your children's children. You know, just things like that for future generations, whatever it might be. Um, writing is a nice creative outlet. You know what it could be too is just even letter writing. 
I know you and I both talked about this a long time ago that we both had pen pals when we were younger. Mm -hmm. And a pen pal program was popular back in the 70s where uh, school age students would exchange um, addresses and you would just write to one another. Yeah. Well, writing letters has become a lost art. So perhaps if somebody really enjoys to receive a letter, Mm -hmm. maybe, um, you know. I do. (laughs) Maybe look for a pen pal. Yeah. Oh, God. You know, because it's kind of like um, getting a hug. You get one, you give one. I know. Yeah. And if you have a good a good pen pal mm-hmm. and you just back and forth with the letters, it could be somebody that you know really well. It doesn't have to be a stranger. Oh, for sure. Will you be my pen pal? Well, we, we, we're with each other every day, <laughs> I Catherine. Know, but still, <laughs> I love when I receive in the mail, I'll see, you know, cursive handwriting on an envelope yeah. with cursive maybe return address and yeah i just love that yeah cursive (laughs) cursive should be a hobby well will be now right Mm -hmm. because people don't do it anymore they don't even teach it right yeah Yeah. okay a couple more baking and decorating Mm -hmm. that is the only one that did not interest me that much but that is a big one and flower arranging which i kind of touched on and that that also has like positive social Mm -hmm interaction um it could brighten up someone's day and like i said if you brought it to a nursing home or some other kind of um senior facility or whatever right that just you know anytime you in fact i think i put that in my grateful list last night yeah that receiving and and even giving flowers is just a blessing for the giver and the receiver it is you know i hadn't thought of this but you mentioning our grateful list Mm -hmm. that's a hobby we have a Mm -hmm. hobby of creating a gratitude list yeah. every single day That's true. that we send to one another of the top 10 things we're grateful for, followed by three statements. Mm-hmm. I'm excited about, no, how do we do it? I, I know, know. I can. I can. I'm, I'm excited, excited too. Yeah. yeah. And we've been doing it for over a decade. Yes. So yeah. that's something that you can do. If, if you don't have a hobby, make a hobby of being grateful mm-hmm. for 10 things a day and write them down. Yeah. Good thing. Good idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, and jewelry making is also a creative uh, hobby that you can that you can do. And uh, there's all kinds of tutorials and ideas. Look at Pinterest. Yeah, and, a lot of people yeah, do jewelry. The, yeah, you can learn for free, like you had mentioned. Mm-hmm. All right, that, well, that wraps up the creative ones. Okay. Some of these are going to overlap as well. Now, for outdoor hobbies, gardening and yard work is a big one. I love gardening. Mm-hmm. I absolutely love it. Um getting ready to actually start that myself mm-hmm. bird watching so even if you just like sit there on your patio your deck or whatever you know even from your uh window inside the home yeah bird watching is also a way to connect and observe nature and uh, oh you were just recently doing that with the um, the robin that's in your faux tree yeah, i have a whole family of robins yeah. on my patio and I've been watching this nest from eggs to hatchlings or whatever they call them. Now they're they're birds. They they yeah. only keep them in there for like two weeks and then they're gone. Mm-hmm. They grow within those two weeks. Those little eggs become the same size as the parents. Yeah. And that's when it's over. Yeah. That's when the parents go, we're done now. Yeah. <laughs> two weeks compared to 20 some years. You're on your own. You're flown and grown and flown. Yeah. Imagine if our kids, right when they're as big as us, we're like, "Mm, well, you look like an adult. Good luck. You're right. Gosh. (laughs) But it's been fun. It's been fun to watch the process 
and also to just to observe mm-hmm. nature in action. And I'm not That's really exactly. I'm not really a nature girl. Like I'm not like no. an outside. I don't like. But heat. look how look how it got you googling this it and did. you looked into that. So yeah, yeah. You just never know. And yesterday, when everybody was over for Mother's Day, I was showing them. I was like, See? we can't stay on the patio when Mama and Daddy are trying to find worms and feed the babies. So you know you're getting a little bit older when you're doing things concerned like concerned about the robins. Yeah, yeah. Although I think a lot of the millennials and people, whatever they're called, the generation after them, they're very conscientious of being green and nature. I just remember being younger, like. Um, I will not necessarily take the eggs out of the nest, but also being like, oh, get that out of there because we can't sit. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Hiking and walking. That interests me a lot as well. It's been a long time since I've actually done hiking, but I do like it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Here's one that I I don't know. And I don't even know if I'm pronouncing it right. Geocaching. Yeah. Yeah, and that's I, I there's lots lots of ideas on that too that um there's people that have like GPS and um smartphone apps that supports like coordinates and things and people can connect on when with their exploration trails and things like that. Oh, my daughter just tried to call. She, I know she just had an appointment. Okay. Was it Emily? Emily, she had oh. a cardiologist appointment. Okay. So, I will call her back. All right, now on to the next one. Oh, swimming and aqua exercising. That's We do that. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it is. It's a good way to stay healthy. It is. Again, another thing with the social aspect. So we need not say too much more about that. Okay, now on to the relaxing hobbies. This came up a lot all across the board, all mm-hmm. the different sites I looked at. Reading. Yeah, and that's, a, that's obviously an activity that you can do for a long time. Mm-hmm, yeah. Coloring is another one. And, you know, I think most people know about the adult coloring books. And right. they could be so relaxing. Uh, puzzles. Um, I remember we went through that phase of doing puzzles. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I like that a lot. And it doesn't have to be just like, you know, your kind of puzzle you put on the table. But it could be crossword puzzles, which mm-hmm. Ron has recently been doing. All of a sudden. Uh, he mm-hmm. never used to do crossword puzzles. But when I think about it. We didn't have time to do it. When we had five boys in the house, there wasn't time to sit down and think about something. (sighs) It was too busy. It was too active. Yeah. It was too loud. I mean, we watched The Wheel of Fortune, you know, and that was as much of a crossword puzzle as we could get. (laughs) (laughs) But now that it's just us, he'll sit and work a crossword puzzle and I'll just sit in silence. Yeah. And I just absorb that and I go, this is so great. Look at my husband with his glasses oh, and on. Oh, he's so Reading cute. glasses. <laughs> I just love him so yeah. much. Yeah. Okay. Meditation and yoga. Very that's, good. Yeah. That's another one. And our friends Jackie and Wendy do that. Yeah. And they Wendy really calls it. it Bendy Wendy. Yes. <laughs> I think that's hilarious. Everyone in nappy nap time. Yeah. They have a yoga class where you just go and lay down, take a nap. Yeah. I want to go to that. I want to try it. That's nice. (laughs) Uh, Here's where, uh, I don't know if it was on our podcast or not, or beforehand, people watching is also a a hobby, believe it or not. I love people watching. I do too, but I, gosh, I don't know if, I think I would get extremely bored if I did this on a regular basis. I mean, (sighs) we people, we people watch from our couch. 
because in the home where we live, <laughs> we're on the corners yes. and, and everybody walks everybody by. Everybody walks by our yeah. house. And so it's funny to me because the other day we saw a group of little kids walking together, Mm -hmm. two boys, two girls, and they looked like a little old couple. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. The way that they were walking. And then everybody walks with their dogs. And I always watch and wait. And when their dog goes... I wait to see if they're going to pull out that little bag. Okay. Guilty. I do <laughs> that too. scoop up that stuff. Well, yeah, I'm on the other end of the street. And so we're down by the church and the school. So funny because there's a lot of people that walk past us as well. Yeah. And I, I'll watch them if I'm, in, you know, if I am happen to be there. But yeah, I definitely. Well, I don't think you go out of your way either to just sit there and... I think that it's just the... the Where my house sits, everything faces the street. Yeah. You know, like my kitchen yeah. window, your kitchen window faces your driveway. Right. My kitchen window faces the street. So if I'm sitting there doing dishes, which I don't have a dishwasher, so I have to hand wash... Yeah, and that takes All longer. of my dishes. Mm-hmm. So... I'm doing dishes. People are walking by. And the other thing I love to do, which is so funny, I'll tell Ron, come here, come here, come here, look, look, look. (laughs) People will walk past our patio and they turn their neck to look because we have those sails up and it's really cool looking. It's cozy looking, yeah. And we've got it landscaped nice and Mm -hmm. pillows out there. And I'm like, look, 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 look. They're looking at the patio. (laughs) You're going to find squatters there one day. (laughs) We're not leaving. (laughs) How fun. It's funny. Okay, so now some social hobbies. Pickleball. That's huge now. It's very huge. Yeah, and it's social. So it's, yeah, it's social. It's physical, active. It could fall under all of those categories. Um, volunteering. Uh, when you volunteer, you can make a positive impact on people and um, organizations or ch- or even animals, children, elderly, whatever. Uh, so that is something I've thought about for like when I'm older, older. Well, it, it, like uh, animal shelters, they can always use volunteers of every kind. So if you like animals, like they could use somebody to wash their towels that they use, you know, to mm-hmm. clean the animals or whatever. They could use somebody to go in there and clean cages, um, brush the animals, yeah. feed the animals, give the animals water, take the animals for a walk, all that stuff. So if you're an animal lover, just mm-hmm. contact your local things. The other thing, if, if you're not really that much into animals, there are food pantries all over this country yes. Yes. that need yeah. people to help with loading cars, with organizing food. Our good friend, uh, Sandy Teske, mm-hmm. is well into her 70s, and this is something that she's passionate about, yeah. and she volunteers her time. Of course, she's retired, but she volunteers her time at yeah. the local food pantry, yeah. and it's a real social like outing for her as well as a way to serve. Yeah. It's purposeful. great. Very purposeful. Also, our uh, friend Angie, her son Max, does it as well. Yeah. And he, um, it makes him feel purposeful. It's right up his alley. Yeah. Yeah. And he's young. He's a, you know, what is he, 19? Yeah. 18, 20? 20, somewhere in there. A young yeah. man. Yes. All right. What else? Board games and card games. Love it. Yes. That's something they do down at the villages and lots of retirement communities. They mm-hmm. have things like that, organizations and so forth. Bowling. This is another thing my mother-in-law does. Although her local bowling alley. I heard. Has been burnt down to the ground just oh. last week. I wow. think it was. Yeah, that's sad. Yeah, 
Yeah. So but let's say, for example, that you're someone who you love bowling, mm-hmm. but you don't know anybody else who loves bowling. Right. Mm-hmm. Just contact your local bowling alley. They'll hook you up and just figure it out. Or you can get into a league. It doesn't have to be super competitive. I'm mm-hmm. sure that they have senior leagues or they have young junior leagues or whatever. Yeah. Some of uh, my my uh, mother-in-law's closest friends are from that bowling league. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, cooking. And that's another one that for me doesn't really interest me, but I can see where I guess if I were invited, I think I could get into it. Uh, other than that, I'm not sure I would pursue it. But, you know, if I could find a way to make cooking more exciting, then maybe I would. I think one thing with cooking, because we come out of the world of, you know, having been mothers for decades mm-hmm. and cooking for families, you know, mm-hmm. and in my case, five boys, you know, the cooking wasn't what I would call like a creative art. It wasn't like a culinary art. No, it was survival. Just survive. Yeah. Yeah. Big pots of meat. That's it. Um, however, let's say, for example, that you love this charcuterie thing. You love the creativity of charcuterie. Okay. Mm-hmm. Have a charcuterie night at your house. Yeah. And invite four friends to come over and bring their stuff like like maybe you have four or five friends and one brings some sliced meat and the other one brings some cheeses and the other one brings nuts and berries and you know what i mean yeah i do our um neighbor andrea she was oh, going right. to have yeah she was going to have a charcuterie uh board party thing and funny because because charcuterie is so hard to say yeah she came up with cooter board and it was hilarious yeah unfortunately it didn't happen because just like all these different obstacles popped up but yes but there's a perfect example um andrea is extremely social and she's such a fun person to be around yeah and so she puts her effort into she's a real connector she is of people Mm -hmm. so she puts her effort into hey i'm gonna throw this party at my house yeah and she puts it together on facebook and sends out the invites Mm -hmm. and and i i think that's a fantastic idea i hope that someone listening to me right now is inspired by that yeah yeah oh good times and now into the active hobbies which again like you know we touched on some of them pickleball is Mm -hmm. active blah 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 fitness and wellness um and we talked about swimming uh we talked about um walking Mm -hmm. but also strength training could be uh, a hobby for you what else could be Eh, well yoga we already said that but anyway um just get the idea keeping you moving yeah and uh, movement is movement i don't care what it is Mm -hmm. golfing is moving a little bit yeah and you know um there's also prayer walking so, oh, right. You know, let's say, for example, that you're a person who, um, you know, a believer, a yeah. believer in God, a believer in prayer, mm-hmm. and you also want to g- get in touch with nature, get outside, you can go for a prayer walk. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of places that have, what was that thing called that was over by the, the Catholic nuns? Yeah, that place? was the... Um, it's like a labyrinth of... of I've done like, it a couple times. I forgot the name of it. Oh. But it's something where you start at a certain point and it, it's like a like a little maze yeah, type of thing. They had two. They had the labyrinth um, and then they had the passion walk. Well, it's just something to look into. Yeah. And I know that if you're in the Chicago area, is it St. John where they have that? Um, 
that thing that yes. we've gone to. What's That's it called? That's called the passion too. That is called the passion. Is it? Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a neat place and you've probably seen it. Um, I'm going to look up the website. It's in St. John, it's right? It's in St. John in uh, Indiana. And yes, I've gone there a few times, maybe a little less than a handful. And I love it. And it's peaceful, and it is quite, there's quite a bit of walking, but, you know, you kind of stroll through that if you're reading everything. Um, yeah, and it's inspirational, it's moving, and they've added on to it. They've done a section um, for Moses, so. Okay, it's called the Shrine yeah. of Christ's Passion. Oh, that's right. Yeah, And it really is a phenomenal place, and they have an excellent uh, bookstore gift shop. Yeah, I love it. So, and they have a website, and the website is shrineofchristspassion.org. Mm-hmm. If you're li- if you live anywhere within two hours or whatever driving distance of this place, it would be a, a, a well worth your time. Definitely. Day. Yeah, I mean, if you're driving um, two hours to go to Fair Oaks Farm, you can. Yeah. Yeah. Which, speaking of that, that could be another hobby would be just um, like traveling. That's next on the list. Well, I don't really mean traveling abroad. I mean, that's obviously a hobby too. But even just traveling within your own region Mm -hmm. and exploring Mm -hmm. different areas where you might not have to get a hotel room or maybe you just get a hotel room for one night type Mm -hmm. of a thing. But going to local wineries or to like the... (laughs) On the list. Or to the, um, the, the... dairy place the dairy farm the yeah, fair, fair oaks, oaks. yeah yeah. Uh, yeah definitely it provides a sense of adventure excitement um i like it because it's stimulating to me i love to travel i love to see different things it's refreshing to me um it's a recharge and you know seeing different ways of life and different perspectives cultures whatever i find that to be extremely interesting and it's an experience and uh, you know my mother-in-law loves to travel Mm -hmm. she really hasn't as much since the pandemic um not because she doesn't she's afraid or anything it's just the way it it turned out to be right but and my cousin christy loves to travel but there's something about it for i could see why it's a hobby for some people because like all those things that i just said it's it's um observing different ways of life it's seeing it's stimulating you know when you think about who we are mm-hmm. we're created beings mm-hmm. in the image of the creator right and so creativity is something that people who are creative were created by the creator mm-hmm. and we're in his image so we are creative right by nature mm-hmm. so in that doing these different things where we explore we learn um, learn a new language, learn a new dance, yeah. learn a new skill. It opens up the mind and it gives you um, joy. It does. A hundred percent. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, we're all just on a journey in this life. Hello. And, uh, so the journey can include actual journeys, actual travel. So that's one that I love. Uh, another one on here is dancing. Dancing is another one for social interaction and exercise, self-esteem, improving mental well-being, all of the above. And it could be super fun, too. Oh, I think sure. that some really good laughs could be had from that. Um, you know, and another thing, too, it just caught my eye. 
excuse me, is um, it can improve your cardiovascular health and system. Yeah. So lots of benefits there as well. And it's a low impact form of exercise too. So that's another good thing about it. Um, martial arts and self-defense. I, I would totally do that. <laughs> I would love to just yeah. chop, chop somebody. <laughs> okay so you just inspired me to look up dancing like i remember square dancing yeah I you did. know yeah. and they have so i googled um square dancing near me uh-huh and there's all kinds of places that pop up where you can square dance well that doesn't surprise me too much there's because there's dance studios um in pretty much every town around here and yeah. I would imagine square dancing would be on there. Well, while you're reading that, mm-hmm. I'm going to move on to the educational hobbies. Mm-hmm. The first one that came up, I was surprised. It says wine tasting under educational hobbies. It says hmm. wine tasting is a great hobby for women over 50 as it provides an opportunity to learn about and appreciate different wine varieties um, as well as sample a variety of flavors and aromas. And it goes on about it being a social aspect and that you can um, share the same interest with others and that uh, wine tasting is a fun and engaging hobby that can help broaden one's knowledge of the world of wine and provide a unique form of entertainment. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Now, here's one I absolutely want to do. Genealogy. So, uh, and actually... Without even knowing that this was on here, I was kind of chatting on Messenger with my Aunt Brenda, Christy's mom, mm-hmm. and we were talking about ancestry because she sent me a picture of uh, my dad's side of the family, which is how she's my aunt on my dad's side, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and the family line. And it prompted me to ask certain questions and so forth. And we said it'd be great to get together and go over what we have because my dad has a lot of uh stuff that he found out in research and, mm-hmm. and things like that so i would love that um not surprisingly learning a new language is on here uh i would love to do that too <laughs> i would like to do so many of these mm. also taking a class and it said that every state in the united states all 50 of them have free um, classes for people for senior citizens hmm, cool. yeah i know what do they consider a senior citizen well that i don't know but it does say for women over 50 and that you're never too old so in illinois i don't know what it is but you don't even have to be pursuing a degree necessarily or even get a grade but if you want to take classes that could be a, a nice well-rounded hobby as well uh so that's that's it for the lists, but I think just to wrap it up about hobbies, whether it's gardening or uh, fitness, travel, you know, all the things that we mention, whatever it is, it could bring just so much joy and fulfillment and purpose in your golden years, which I, I can't believe I'm saying golden. Well, I 100% agree that agree with that. We don't have any idea. There's no expiration date yeah. on the bottom of our foot. So we don't know when we're going to have that appointment. It's coming, but mm. we don't know when it is. And so in the meantime, let's fill our lives with as much joy mm-hmm. and positivity yes. as we can. Um, I thought of a couple different hobbies that you didn't name because I listed out like, what are the things that I love to do? Mm-hmm. So we talked about some of them, but 
I found in my research for today that a lot of different places uh, listed prayer and Bible study as a hobby. Oh. And I found it to be, mm. yeah, like almost like insulting in a way because I don't consider it a hobby necessarily in terms of like a hobby being like a, we talked about the other things. However, it is something I love to do. And it is something that I do do. Mm. I would term it myself more like a spiritual discipline. Yeah. However, I, I, I kind of embrace the idea of it being a hobby because I love it. So I love to pray and I do pray. Yeah, me too. Regularly with friends. And it's a it's a connection point. I've been doing this for many years, as you know, because you're one of the friends that I do this with. But once a week, a small group of ladies, we get together and we pray. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a it's really a way to crochet our hearts together. It has changed my life in so many ways. So I would encourage somebody for that. Like if you if you're a woman of faith and you you believe in prayer, get with a couple of your friends and pray on mm-hmm. a regular basis. Mm-hmm. It can change your life. Yeah. So that would be a very positive thing. Another thing that I love to do that I've done in the past is have a patio party. Oh, yeah. I like to mm-hmm. invite people over to my patio and just hang out mm-hmm. and and throw a party and maybe throw a theme party as we just talked about the charcuterie could be a theme or um, when Catherine was uh, retiring from her four months at the post office <laughs> I threw her a retirement party <laughs> yeah and I invited a group of our friends to come over and I asked everybody to bring an item that they wanted to retire from their home yeah and then we did like a grab bag thing and everybody went home with something different and yeah. it was really fun. Yeah, it and was. And we were out there for hours mm-hmm. laughing and playing yeah. music. And yeah. we had some snacks. And it was great. Um, I also consider solitaire as a hobby. Oh, yeah. I would do. Yeah. Now, obviously, solitaire is something that you do on your own. Yeah. But it's just something I enjoy. And so I put it on there. Mm-hmm. Bottom line for me is connecting with people is a is a value to me. So I love doing it. Um so I would just encourage anybody to look for ways to connect. Yeah. Uh, you know, one thing that wasn't on there that I thought about too, it's not, I, I haven't done it, but I do know people who do this and it's kind of like a hobby is um, shooting range, even for yeah. women. Yeah. And I've been, in, you know, invited a couple times, but I haven't done it yet. But that I could see where that would be a hobby. Now, our, our final takeaway is, how to get started. So, yeah. Okay, so if somebody's listening and they're like, yeah, I need some hobbies, wh- what would you We're, say for them to get started? Yeah. What do they well, do? Figure out, if you don't know what you like or you don't know where to get started, you can transform what you're already doing um, and already enjoy into a hobby. Like you mentioned, um, I think you mentioned people watching. Mm-hmm. That actually can be turned into a hobby um chances are like if you're i don't even know how to explain it if, if you are doing something you already enjoy it, it the chances are that it there's a you can transform it into a full-fledged hobby uh, whether it's eating or like watching sports you can take a cooking class or you could join a softball team or something that's a way in which when someone says well i like to watch sports well, maybe you might like to participate in one, yeah. or, you know, or umpire or something. Right. Um, but you don't know until you try it. Right. So uh, maybe you like animals. You like your dogs. We talked about volunteering. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe you can dog walk, um, things like that. So that that's one way. 
I think this one, this next one is huge. Reclaim your childhood interests. So you think if you think about the hobbies that you liked um, before your work life and your adulting um, got in the way, kind of go back to your roots. What did you enjoy when you were a kid? Now, of course, we all change. Right. But some of us still like, for example, I just thought of this. I used to love to do the villages, so like the Department yeah. 56 villages in a way. And I remember I used to say, it's like grown-up pretend. Yeah. So like when you're uh, young, you kind of like Barbie dolls and, you know, little houses and townhomes and things like that. But um, the village thing, that's like men and women like that. That that was a... In fact, my sister and I used to go to these big conventions for Department 56 yeah, um, there's all ki- there's all kinds of things like that. Yeah, and the the train villages, you know, with the yep. those are um, really fun hobbies. So it's like the adult version of it. Um, so you get the idea. Our friend oh, Wendy, Wendy, I just thought of her yeah, too. She went to like this little. Yes. It's like little doll miniatures. Yeah, it's called miniatures, but it's almost like a little dollhouse. Yep. But it's a miniature thing, and it's a stress relief. Yes. And she really loves it. She does. Yeah, I just thought of that just before you Mm -hmm. said it. Okay, another thing you could do is take an assessment. So two um, assessment things that you could take are the strong interest inventory. Mm -hmm. And um, we'll have to put that in the show notes. And the Myers-Briggs type indicator. Many people know what that is. But that can give you a deeper insight into your personality type. And then that can point you in the direction of what you might like and figure out, you know, where you might be aligned with a certain, you know, hobby. Yeah. I think the main the main thing is just to do something. That's last. Yes. Yeah. Just, just do something. try something and then see what sticks. Right. Strong interest inventory. I'm writing that down. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Uh, anything else? No, okay. that's pretty simple. Well, this has been a really interesting podcast. It's really been encouraging to me because actually when we first brainstormed about doing this topic, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, what are my hobbies? Yeah. But then honestly, when I started to list the things that I love to do, I have many hobbies. Many. Me too. Not just one. And many interests. Yeah. And I'm sure that everybody listening has interests and they have things they like to do. Mm-hmm. Make it your hobby. Invest some time into it. Maybe even invest some money into it and see where it takes you. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get on with our inspirational close. Let's do it. Colossians 3 verse 7 says this, and whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God, the Father through him. And then Ecclesiastes 9 verse 10, it's actually just the first part of verse 10. Whatever your hand finds to do, do it with all your might. There you go. Yeah. So have uh, have fun. Yes. Right? Have fun. Be purposeful. Find yeah. purpose. Yeah. And enjoy it. And if you enjoyed this podcast, please share it with a friend and um, join us on our humor contributor yeah, hit list. the like button follow subscribe yeah all, all of the, the things above. all right well uh you've been listening to the life happens laugh anyway podcast i'm still comedian tracy degraff i'm still Catherine. see you next time bye